Hi, and welcome to episode three in the new series of Canny Conversations, powered by the Pathway Group. My name is Mark Wakeley, one of the team who bring you these podcasts that we hope inform and inspire you, giving you an insight into the world of the Pathway Group. If you are new to the podcast, let me tell you there are already 41 episodes out there and you can listen to all the past episodes by searching for Canny Conversation on your preferred podcast platform or go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen. The main person behind all this is Safraz Ali. Saf set himself up as a social entrepreneur over 22 years ago. Being raised in Birmingham's Alum Rock, his early life and experience gave him an insight into the life and needs of an inner city community, which is at the core of his passion for improving the lives of people through education, training and apprenticeships. In this episode, Saf talks about the Pathway Group's core values that underpin their aspiration to change the lives through skills and work. He highlights the power of authentically living the company and your own values and how these benefit everyone. From acting with intention through to building trust, the Pathway Group behave in ways that are designed to empower the team, the people they support and the stakeholders and funders. This is a powerful way to build and maintain success. So let's hear about the Pathway Group's core values in Saf's own words. Hello and welcome back. We're going to talk about core values. Uh, Leading organisations have core values that they would like their key staff members to live and breathe. And as an organisation, we aspire to live and breathe our core values. Uh, Core values are something that we've had to re-look at and constantly look at. We talked about before about uh, evolving and changing And we've also looked at our core values and made them what we call fit for purpose. And I'll talk to you a little bit about our current core values. So, you know, we've got values such as quality is everyone's responsibility. Ownership, accountability and responsibility in all that we do. You know, we talked about that before. Uh, That's a core value that we live and breathe. Uh, Another one of our core values is starting with the best intent. Everything is about intention. And you start off with the best intention. Acting in the best interest of us all. That's another one of our core values. So we do things where it's acting in the interests of Pathway as opposed to maybe an individual branch or an individual manager or individual team. Acting in the best interest of us all, which is also talking about society in general, uh, you know, the world. We're a, a profit for purpose organization. We talk about sustainable development goals, the global goals. United Nations, uh, Global Goals, and we talk about the bigger macro, world macro perspective, as well as individual perspective, but also in terms of us as an organization, ensuring the fact that we're acting in the best interest of us all. The next core value that we talk about is trust. We say, you know, we gain and build trust in all that we do, and we'll talk a little bit more about trust and our definition of trust and, you know, get you to start rethinking what trust means to you. Start rethinking the word trust. Quality is everybody's responsibility. So that's the first thing. Quality is every, everyone's responsibility. You know, people talk about uh, one thing or the other. Do you want quality or do you want quantity? And that's often a word that's, that I've heard used many, many times. One thing or another. Do you want quality or do you want quantity? Or quality is saying this as in a particular person's job title quality department, somebody who's a quality manager, somebody who has the word quality in their job description. 
we're talking about quality is at the heart of everything and it ensures the success of an organization. If you can't get quality right, us as an organization, we're not safe. We, we don't have the foundations of a successful organization. We don't have the foundations to allow us to move ahead. We don't have the foundations to allow a continuous successful journey. Uh, and successful outcomes. So quality isn't the responsibility of one individual. It's not the responsibility of a particular person or a department or somebody who, as I said, has got the job title. It's the people who have got quality manager in their title or quality in their title or quality particularly in their role, their coaches, their facilitators, their mentors, but it's everybody's responsibility. Their job is to instill principles of quality at all levels, help everyone in the organization, including the executives, senior leadership team, the managers, the the tutors, the coaches, the BDMs, the admins, feel driven to achieve excellence. That's the key here. Us as an organization, Pathway Group, will only make meaningful and sustainable uh, quality improvements when people at each level of the organization are committed and feel the fact that they've got that shared desired outcome in terms of processes and sort of that continuous approach, the continuous manner, the robustness in terms of that. We've all got to buy into that. And I think that's the key in terms of our thinking. So all staff are expected to take personal responsibility in their own way, in their own manner, in their own professional approach with regard to quality, with regard to the standards that we want to maintain and achieve. And quality is, a lot of it is about the standards as an organization that we are accepting and standards as an organization, as as individuals, we don't let the bar down. You know? So it's setting that, those high expectations. We believe as an organization that our staff will exercise the responsibility in a supportive environment where expectations and the standards that I've said are clearly defined and monitored. It's got to be in a way where there's continuous improvement, continuous, sometimes small uh, micro improvements, and there's a culture of uh, small improvements regularly, which then drives innovation, which encourages, develops opportunities for continuous feedback, for continuous training, and it's a position where you're learning from each other and it's a position where it just makes it a little bit easier. We're all pushing in this in the same direction. This is about you know, quality. Quality is everyone's responsibility. So I'll move on to our next one, and I have touched on this one before. I think it's so important uh, for us as an organization that we live and breathe this. And it's something that we regularly quote and is part of our language, is part of what we talk about. And this is, again, about being above and below the line, but specifically about ownership, accountability, and responsibility in all that we do. Taking personal responsibility for our actions, personal responsibility for deadlines, for targets, for outputs, and inspiring and empowering others to be the best version of of themselves empowering and inspiring others to achieve excellence. In my sort of simple language, I think ownership is a state of mind where you feel sort of fully in charge. and You don't give yourself excuses and you don't allow others 
to come up with excuses in terms of what needs to be done. You know, you're automatically looking at making that difference, making things go on. You're not waiting on somebody else or something else. You're in a position where you take ownership. And as I said, it's a state of mind where you're fully in charge. You're in charge and you're not giving yourself excuses or reasons why you can't. Ownership and accountability means individuals really taking accountability for the quality and the success of both the performance and outcomes of their own work. So these are, in my view, important in terms of, you know, it's a way of life, really. It's not just about work. It's a way way of life. And I think anybody who takes ownership and starts living in a way where they're taking ownership, accountability, responsibility, you know, you, you start looking at, you know, what you've got to do. You know, why are you, you doing the work? Understanding the reasons why. Being in a mindset where, you know, you understand the bigger picture, you understand what you're doing, but you're not waiting uh, for the sake of it, you understand what needs to be done in the right way, in the right manner. And really, this word fit for purpose that I've used before, you know, you live and breathe everything in a way which is balanced, which is fit for purpose. It also means understanding, being coachable, you know, being in a position where you're teachable, being in a, in a situation where you're continuously learning, your lifelong learning approach, being in a position where you're sort of challenging others as well in an above-the-line manner with the right intention. So from my perspective, accountability is a, is a process also at the same time to have yourself uh, and be accountable. Within that, there comes governors. It's uh, you know, fully fulfilling your duties and responsibilities. And as I said, I think once you sort of live and breathe accountability, live and breathe ownership, live and breathe the fact that you know you're responsible you know you find the fact that not only in terms of work but in terms of life as well things start looking better and i think you you know you you're in a position where you're looking forward you're in a position where you become a harder critic on yourself and you're continuously looking to improve accountability uh, requires answers that you're asking yourself so you should be asking yourself certain questions and it also ensures the fact that you are adequately uh, responsible and adequately challenged. That could be from peers, that could be from line managers, that could be from, from stakeholders, from a, a number of areas. I think once you've got that right, that, that is a sort of a formula for continuous development, uh, continuous improvement. It's also a way where teams collectively can do better. You know, So we use this thing about... You know, we're not a team just because we work together. We're a team because we make each other stronger. And as a team, how do we make each other stronger? We make each other stronger by peer support. We make each other stronger by having challenge, the right level of challenge, the right level of support. We also make each other stronger by taking responsibility, by understanding authority, by understanding autonomy, and understanding the outcomes. Uh, again, the word accountability sort of runs through it understanding the sort of the best way to communicate, the right level of communication, the appropriateness of the communication, and allowing us then hopefully to make better decisions, better informed decisions, the right decisions, ultimately right decisions. I think individuals who generally have a sense of ownership and responsibility will strive to grow personally and, and tend to be generally strong performers. So if you're talking about you know, high performance people, uh, highly driven people, it starts with that.
our next sort of core value we're talking about starting, we talk about always start with the best intent. Everything starts with intention. Intention isn't the be all end all, but intention is absolutely vital. You know, sometimes people have the right intention, the impact isn't there, the actions are not necessarily there. I might have an intention to do something, you know, unless I do something with that, it, it doesn't happen. So it does start with the intention, it starts with that element where this is what we're striving to. And I think intention is is very important. And it's actually having the right intention as well. And how do we do that? And from our perspective, you know, we talk about being in a position where you're naturally looking to say yes. Yeah, you're naturally looking to solve that problem. You're naturally looking to say, how do I, as a person, fulfill this? How do I adhere this? How can I say yes? Particularly where yes is the most sort of appropriate answer. And, you know, this is about creating, uh, building trust. It's about fueling creativity. It's about creating safe environments. It's, you know, troubleshooting a lot of time. But it's really start with yes and, and then work out how you're going to do that. Another thing that I'll share with you is about automatically aligning yourself to achieving the problem. So you're automatically thinking, how do I make this work? How do we make this work? overcome the problem, overcome the issues, overcome the obstacles that are placed in front of us. We, you know, we're starting with yes, you're automatically looking for a solution. You start becoming solution-focused. You, you start coming with ideas how you can adapt, how we can change, how we can innovate, rather than being in a position where you're sort of uh, resisting, you're disputing, you're challenging, you're being negative to your team, to your colleagues, to your stakeholders or partners, you're looking to say yes. That automatically, with that mindset, improves customer service, automatically improves many times uh, relationships, automatically uh, improves our business mindset and so forth. And, you know, generally we say, you know, have a bias towards saying yes, have a bias and have an inclination towards saying yes, embrace yes and start working with that in mind and start building on that. If you're looking to sort of grow as an organization, you've got to have a can-do approach. And and if you have a can-do approach, you start looking at things in a slightly different way. So you start seeing it, you start owning it, you start taking action. That's what we're talking about. Uh, another core value is about how we act in the best interest of us all. Yeah, so this is about doing things uh, for the right reasons. It's not about doing things right, but it's always about doing the right thing. Do what's best, even when no one is watching. That's my sort of thoughts on it. So what are we talking about? We're doing, do what's best, even when no one's watching. So you're holding yourself accountable. It's also understanding the fact that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. It's not just about ourselves or our little sort of silo or our immediate people that we define our team, but also understanding the fact that we are sometimes as weak as our weakest link or strong as our weakest link. So there's a lot of interdependency that happens within the organization. So, you know, you start looking at that bigger picture, team pathway, protect one and all. And there's a lot of interdependence that we have. Yeah, interdependence as an, uh, within the organization, interdependence in terms of, uh, you know, stakeholders, in terms of uh, the partners that we have, and how we are often dependent on each other to make things happen, to make things work. 
And this is the reason why we say stakeholders. And a quick definition of a stakeholder is someone who has an interest in the success of the business, who has an interest in the success of our work. And from my perspective, again, uh, that will be learners, that will be employers, that will be funding providers, uh, the staff as a whole, that's other colleagues, contractors. And, you know, we all recognize that uh, us as individuals collectively, we have bigger, broader social responsibilities. We have social uh, values that we're trying to uphold. Many of our contracts now talk about social values, social impact. We continuously talk about the fact that we are a profit for purpose business. We're all about delivering impact. We're all about delivering outcomes. And it's about making that difference, that wider difference as well, and understanding the economy as a whole, the, the broader elements of the work that we do at a sort of a local level, but also nationally, internationally as well. So the next core values I want to touch on is about trust. And, you know, we talk about gaining and building trust in all that we do. So if you've ever been into any type of networking or business networking, you know, they talk about trust. The fact that trust is the ultimate currency. Everything is about trust. And the reason why we sometimes go to a brand or a particular shop or a particular person is about trust. We often talk about, you know, redefining this word trust. Because if you think of it in very simple words, you know, we often talk about trust being about honesty or integrity. But there's a deeper meaning to that word. And this is why some brands flourish and others don't because it's about trust it's about how we trust that brand how we trust that individual uh you know talk about box office success and film success they sometimes go to a particular uh, movie star or film star because they feel that that person they can trust to deliver on on certain outcomes deliver on on certain results and this is sometimes the reason why you may go to a particular builder as opposed to another because there's some element of trust there uh, and then you start talking about reputation and various other things. But trust is your ultimate currency. And I'm going to delve a little bit deeper in terms of trust and, and getting us to rethink that word trust. As I said, many of us think of trust in that simple context of people and the fact that this person's trustworthy because he's honest, because he has integrity. But it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. If you think about trust in terms of a work perspective, a lot of that talks about really about competency. It talks about person's track record. It talks about previous results as well. And you start thinking about all of those sort of things. Yeah, for us, trust is about our, you know how our learners see ourselves, how our employers see ourselves, how our colleagues see ourselves as well. And you know, it's it's many of those factors come combined to put us into that position of being a trustworthy provider, uh, being in a position where uh, individuals, employers can trust us to deliver, where funding bodies can trust us to deliver on their outcomes as well. Breaking trust a little bit further down, if you think, uh, again, we go back to individuals and we talk about from an individual perspective, and this is where you can relate to yourself and look at how you as a person can build your own uh, trustworthiness you know, how you can you become that trusted person uh, delivering the results and, and outcomes. So the first part, and there's, there's two parts. There's overall two parts to this trust. There's one which I've said is the individual and the individual's character, 
then there's another part in terms of the person's sort of track record or you know what we would call their competence. So if we talk about character first, for, from a character perspective, we're talking about intent and integrity. So intent is about if does that person actually care? Is the person caring? Does he care about what he's doing? Does he care about his work? Does he care about other people? Does he care about uh, the the results that he's got? Does he care about the outcomes? Does he care for the employer? Does he care about the, the difference that he's making? Is that person transparent? Is the person open? Is there transparency in his work? Is the person in a position where, from an intent perspective, they've got the basic ingredients you know, they're caring, they're transparent, they're open. But then we move on to integrity. So integrity obviously is about uh, honesty. Is the individual honest? You know, is the organization honest in that aspect? Is it fair? You know, we talk about fairness, we talk about authenticity as well. So, you know, these are all ingredients of integrity. So integrity, honesty, fairness, authenticity. And then we move on to the other side of, of trust and we focus on competence or competency. Competency is about capability. It's about results. Let's take capability first. Capability is about knowledge. It's about skills. It's about experience. You know, that, that's what we're talking about there in terms of the person's sort of knowledge. You know, what knowledge do they have? Do they know about that particular subject matter? Are they a subject matter expert? Do they have industry knowledge? Do they have knowledge of a new process? Have they had the experience to do it have they got the track record uh, in terms of that you know we then move on to sort of results and results are based on partly her reputation reputation is that track record it's also credibility so you know credibility comes from uh, sometimes the individuals in the organization and their their sort of knowledge or track record sometimes it could be from awarding bodies Sometimes credibility comes from you know, having contracts or holding contracts. Sometimes it comes uh, due to certain accreditations like investors in people, matrix, ISO 9000, and those sort of accreditations. That gives you credibility as well. And working with certain employers also gives you credibility as well. So, you know, what's their credibility? You know, what's their track record regarding to that? And what's their results? What's their performance like? You know, we talked about our results our success records, our success uh, rates. You know, and I said, you know, certain qualifications we're achieving ninety percent plus. In others, we're a little bit lower. So that's about our performance. You know, that's about our feedback that we've had. That's about something that we that's tangible that we can prove, and you know, that we can demonstrate the fact that you know we have a track record in this. We've got performance that we've delivered. For us as, a, as an organization, you know, we need to sort of support each other in terms of driving maximum performance, creating an environment of trust, develop those sort of meaningful relationships, trustworthy relationships, being in a position where the workplace cultivates an environment where success is uh, what we're continuously striving for. We're always continuously looking forward, always looking at the detail in terms of any issues being aware of the detail, being in a position where we can build strong relationships with key people, we can build uh, strong relationships with employers, and we're in a position where we can be seen as trustworthy. We're in a position where we not only establish our own reputation, but the reputation of our department, the reputation of our organization, uh, the reputation of the sector as a whole, 
we can grow strong network of people, uh, be in a position where we're challenging each, each other, be in a position where we're uh, helping each other to become the best version of, of themselves, and you know, continuously assisting and supporting each other in the right manner, in the right way. I think no one person is uh, responsible for the success of a department or a company. It's always a team effort, and you know, often people talk about team, and it's a team thing. Trust me, one man, one individual, one person can't be the be-all and end-all. We need to rely on team effort. We need to rely on systems and processes. We need to be in a position where it's never about that one individual. You know, it's never about that one person. It's about the team effort and everybody understanding their own contribution to the team, understanding their own technical aspects of it, and understanding the fact that this is what my strengths are, what that individual strengths are, and how you can contribute and how you are comfortable in terms of your contribution as well, and how others can depend on you and rely on you in terms of the workplace. So you're in a position where you become that sort of go-to person. You're in a position where people trust you, trust your character, trust the fact that you've got the right integrity, and you're in a position where you know, you're growing and you're allowing other people around you to, to grow. In simple, simple terms, we're an organization, again, that is aspiring to change lives through skills and work. A lot of that is about having the, the mindset. It's about understanding ourselves, being in a position where we take responsibility, living, breathing core values. And these values that we've talked about are values that allow us to make that meaningful, impactful difference in all that we do. Hopefully, that meaningful, impactful difference to our fellow team members, ourselves, our stakeholders, employers, and be in a position where we can strive ahead, become indispensable ourselves, be become indispensable and partner of choice to funding providers. That's the reason why we, we focus on our core values. That's the reason why these core values are the bedrock of our organization. And we continuously need, need to have them as our vocabulary, as part of our language, and be in a position where we can challenge each other and be supportive of each other. So again, thank you for listening to our core values. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Canny Conversations podcast powered by the Pathway Group. If you'd like to know more about SAS success, the lessons it's learned and how they might help you, then listen to the previous podcast episodes. From these, you'll hear how he set up various business networking groups for the underrepresented business communities, or his involvement in community projects, or his instigation and involvement in a plethora of awards. Just search for Canny Conversations on your podcast app, or go to 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen and click on the Canny Conversations picture. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please like, review, subscribe, or follow. And please tell your friends and colleagues about us. If you'd like to know more, then go to cannyconversationspodcast.co.uk or go to SAF's website, safraz.co.uk. Safras has also written a series of easy-to-follow business books, Canny Bites. These are available from cannybites.co.uk forward slash buy the book. We'll be back next week with another Canny Conversations podcast. So until then, 
Have a good week. This is a 1386 audio production. 